Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 68 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week for the second time is my co-host, Moose. Hey, everybody. Good to be here. So we recorded the podcast a couple days ago with uh, Chaotic and Chocolate, and well, two of our audio tracks only recorded about 15 minutes, and our backups for whatever reason, didn't work through our website. So, uh, Moose and I are here again to uh, try to recap and just redo this whole episode. Yeah, we're uh, taking a mulligan on 68 and doing it again. Taking a mulligan. But, uh, yeah, so I think Chaotic will probably be joining us next week because Borderlands 3 is coming out, and that's probably his game of the year. So right. it, it was probably a better episode for him to be on anyways. It's probably meant to be because right? if anybody you know is going to talk about the new Borderlands game, you got to talk, you know, it's got to be him. So. Yeah, 100%. Um, all right, so before we get into what we have been playing this week, um, this is a Patreon episode. So we have to pick our winner, which we did last episode so sure I, don't, did. I don't have to put anything in any hoppers uh <laughs> our winner is tim fielding um, nice so congrats, congrats tim. tim i hear he's trying to save up to buy a nintendo switch so yep he's gonna you know that dip his toes into the uh the old gaming pool so um i'm trying to get him on the discord too so once he comes in let's not scare him off bear <laughs> try your best <laughs> i wonder if do you know if he gamed when he was younger? I'm thinking like the Switch is the perfect retro console at this point. Now you got NES and SNES stuff. Right. Spoilers. Well, I know that he has the two mini consoles, I believe. At least one of them. Either the NES or the SNES mini. Oh, okay. So, so Or classic, I guess, is what they called it, right? Yeah. It's probably a perfect place for him to hop in for a modern console then. Yeah. 20 Sweet. bucks a year and he's got everything he played when he was a kid almost, right? Yeah, definitely. So uh, congrats to Tim and thanks for your support. Thank you to all of our patrons right Uh, every month you guys are awesome just so you guys know he joined last month so if you're thinking for a reason to join our patreon it costs you a dollar a month and he just won 25 bucks so it could be you it could be you um also over on our patreon site we are throwing up free content weekly uh whether it's me moose chocolate or even sometimes a community member um, that stuff's up there. It comes out first for patrons, but uh, a week later or a few days, whatever our exclusivity thing is, um, it ends up there for everybody to see for free. So go on over, check that stuff out. If you like what you see, maybe think about pledging. Get yourself in on s- some game giveaways. Yep, we definitely appreciate your pledges. 100%. Um, all right, so another week in gaming. What have the two of us been playing? This is going to be the weird part because we've both already talked about what we've been playing. So let's try to do it again. I completely wiped all that from my brain. So let's see what I can come up with. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, you got a couple more games than I do. So let's start with you. Uh, Do you want to talk about some Ultimate Team or you want to talk about Witcher 3? Your choice. Uh, Let's just talk about Ultimate Team first. All right. Um, So Madden might have broke Madden again. (laughs) I like it. They they released a uh, 92 overall Michael Vick card for the Ultimate Teams, and there's basically just one challenge that you have to complete in order to pick up this guy and put him on your roster. So uh, if you're into the online play and into the Ultimate Team thing, just get used to facing Mike Vick for so the foreseeable this, future. Is this going back to like 2007 broken yes, Mike Vick? It is. It's the it's the 10 year. Um, 
all Madden 10 year team or something like that. So it's the best players from the last 10 years. And, you know, it's close to the 07. So I would say, you know, probably 2011, I think they had a broken Mike Vick on there also. So somewhere around there. And I, I know he's overall 92. And the only thing he's bad in is holding on to the football. So, so just don't let him get hit. But he's so fast that nobody's going right. to catch him anyway. So you're good. And if you are playing against him, just, you know, truck stick. That's all I can say. Truck stick all day long. <laughs> So it's it's kind of dirty. Um, I don't know. Giving everybody the best player right off the bat is, you know, it. It's they're creating great. a meta, I, I guess. You know, well, right? If you're not using them, you're maybe not this is playing the game right. Their way of controlling how the card game goes. Who right. knows? Um, so, did the recent NFL season starting this weekend have anything to do with you picking the game back up, or, or have you kind of been trucking along? Yeah, I, I try, you know, it's it's a nice, easy game for me to just sit back and relax and I can actually listen to podcasts and not have to focus on story or anything and yeah, just yeah. kind of, you know, check a few boxes and earn a few coins and card packs and turn it off for the day, so. And they have, they have dailies? I know they yeah. have weeklies, right? They have yep. dailies too? Okay. They definitely have dailies. It's usually like win two games of any sort, like you could just complete two challenges and then open a card pack and that's your daily challenge, so it's nothing super difficult. Okay, cool. It's it's a EA card game. Everybody that plays FIFA, yeah, knows what I'm talking about. Buy those packs. Yeah, but you can't. I like you can buy in-game currency, but you can't buy the packs specifically. So So you have to buy the in-game currency to buy the packs. Right, and then there's some packs that are only behind paywalls that you have to buy the in-game currency to acquire, and then there's others that you can use coins, but you know it's. 10 times the amount of coins to in-game currency. Either way, still the most pay-to-win game out there. Most definitely. And good old FIFA. Yeah, it's good old EA. It's doing what they do until Congress makes it illegal. Uh, did you see the NBA 2K stuff where on yeah, their advertisement? Literal slot machines. Literal slot machines and just mm-hmm. showing, or like Plinko, is that what it's called? Yeah. Like, where yeah. the ball drops down. And you <laughs> yeah. see these streamers like, oh my God, <laughs> when they land this perfect thing that you're never, ever going to land because right. your chances are one in 10,000 to get that Steve Nash legend card. Right. <laughs> so bad, dude. It's, you know, but there's so, they've got such a, a big and deep and loyal base that they'll keep People doing are eating it, it up. Yeah. yeah. So until never they stop. put a stop to it, right. Until you start not buying them. No, until somebody will... passes a law that you can't do it. Right. Yep. No one's going to pass up free money, which is what it is at this point for them. Yeah. Yikes. So, yeah, there's that out there. Um, I still haven't beat the challenge. I got so close the other day. Um, Basically, the challenge is to beat um, the Falcons, and they're like an overall 90, I think, and my team's like an overall 78. And uh, you've got to score 24 points and 260 yards of total offense. And I took them to overtime, and all I had to do was kick a field goal in overtime, and I threw a pick six. Well, yeah, so that's I, unfortunate. I haven't been back for a while because you have to play a whole entire game for this challenge. So that's you know a good thirty minute experience as opposed to most of these challenges take you five minutes tops. Right, and, and I mean I got if I feel like I had to be a little bit longer. This seems like a pretty yeah. still a pretty easy challenge to get. I, I don't know a broken quarterback. Right, when I got the Bo Jackson card though, it was it was super easy. Okay, I, so. it was like you had to score two touchdowns with him in one quarter or something. So, huh. I don't know. <laughs> I think I just need to get good or make my team better or maybe just fork over some cash to, uh, you know, get my team good. 
there you go. That's that's what all the cool kids are doing. So. That's the idea, right? Madden be Madden. <laughs> so yeah, tell me about your uh, your out west. Uh, what is that game type? No, uh, just Dra- my my uh, my western XCOM game. XCOM. There you go. I'm sorry, I was a loss <laughs> for words there. It was a good transition. Thank you for that. Yeah, I couldn't have done it better myself. A little awkward, but we'll get through it. <laughs> uh, so as Moose was trying to point out, I'm playing a new game called Hard West, which uh, is on the Switch right now. It is $3.99 uh, on sale from 20 I think that's good through Thursday. So if you're listening to this uh, on the day this podcast launches or the day after, uh, well worth your money if you're into XCOM games. Um, this feels <laughs> pretty identical to XCOM. Uh, a lot of the same systems, you're, it's grid-based, obviously. There's half cover, there's whole cover, there's percentages for all your shots. Really a lot of stuff that you've uh, become accustomed to from XCOM or more recently Mutant Year Zero, I think. Um, yeah. it's, it's that kind of game, but it takes place in the Old West, so you're dealing with six shooters, shotguns, uh, repeater rifles, that kind of thing, uh, with all sorts of different variations different abilities with the characters it's a little more i don't want to say story-based because for XCOM people there probably is some deep underlying story that i didn't care about while i was playing it (laughs) um just mash that x button right get through whatever you can get through exactly um that's how i play games but the so the story here it's it's sectioned off so there's multiple smaller sections that are kind of making this bigger overarching story is what it seems like to me. I'm in the first little section, so I have to play through X amount of levels, uh, getting to know these characters. The characters I'm playing with right now is like a father, mother, son who are going across the Oregon Trail, and they ran out of money, so now they're stopping at this mining town. Um, so I'm assuming each little story is going to be different, uh, which is kind of cool. And there's a there's a narrator which is something different you don't usually see in these types of games so their narrator comes in at like the beginning of missions to kind of talk about what's happening think bastion i think it's probably the best example i Um, love bastion's narrator he makes that game no (laughs) doubt it's it's so good that the Um, music yeah for sure um but then like when you're finishing up a level he'll be like uh the stranger walked towards the door. You see a box in the corner. You open it up, and this was in it. And you're kind of—he's just narrating as you're moving your character forward, uh, that kind of thing. It doesn't take place during the actual like combat sections because that would get really annoying if you think about it. Like <laughs> Warren so, took three steps forward and right. hid behind cover. So it almost sounds like it's like a, a Western D and D type game, and he's the the narrator for the story, kind of telling you. Yeah, and then you're just playing out the actual action right. bits. Um, so, I mean, as far as combat goes, it's super XCOM-y. Um, like is I said, that essentially yeah. what XCOM is, is just tabletop with animations? Uh, yeah, sh- yep. Okay. <laughs> so I, I think that's that, that pretty much nails it on the head. Um, Connecting dots over here, sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, your, your guns have, like, different ranges, so obviously... Uh, if you're further away, your percentage to hit is going to be lower. Just If you've played an XCOM game, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't, maybe start with XCOM. I think it's no. probably a superior game. No, or don't. Dude. Start with uh, Mario vs. Rabbids. Oh, for that, sure. That is 100% true. <laughs> That's baby XCOM. I still baby, haven't beat it. 
baby's first XCOM is definitely Mario plus Rabbids. <laughs> so if you had a tough time with that, maybe stay away from every other type of game that's like that. I'll get there at some point. Yeah. Um, it, the only thing... So I, I don't really have too many gripes with the game. If you know what you're getting yourself into, uh, the gameplay is actually... It's really there, and it's 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 good. It's solid and super cheap, which is awesome. Uh, the part that I can't really get down with and I don't like is the in-between missions parts there's like an overworld map with a bunch of different locations uh you can click on essentially uh and get a bunch of story beats that way also there's like a weird mining text based game where you kind of it'll be like uh go mining with the little filter thing whatever you want to call it what are those things called like a pan yeah a gold pan yeah like a a sluice box a what a sluice box a sluice i yeah actually am i dumb for not knowing that because i, read I live that in colorado like, they do that kind of stuff here and um there's a show on discovery i don't know if you've heard of it called gold rush so i haven't but okay <laughs> it's, so it's terrible so they whatever, never get any gold whatever you just said is that like the smallest pan it's like what i put my spaghetti in to uh, strain it it's like a strainer <laughs> yeah that's just a, a gold pan Okay, so yeah, it'll be like for $15, you can go mining with a gold pan. Uh, then your guy will come up with like $20. It's like, all right, cool, you net five bucks. Uh, and then there's higher levels, like there's full on like excavation that'll be like $100. And then you find a little bit more gold. But like, no matter what option I'm picking on or clicking on, it's I'm getting a. Your return is the same. Uh, yeah, like that's what it seems like. It's. I'm never losing money doing this stuff, so kind of it's kind of like it's pointless. And you have the three options with like what level of mining you want to do, but then after you do one, you can still click on the other two. So it's like you're getting the same amount no matter what. There's no like risk reward, and you can do this in multiple spots on the map. And it just it's hmm. the dumbest thing, and I don't understand why. Like you're gaining the money, and then you can do things like go to the general store because that's a location on the map where you can buy new weapons abilities that kind of thing um so it's just like a afterthought of the game or a secondary type yeah it's like they they put the work into the game because i think they knew exactly what they wanted to do with the the combat portion of it but then it's like everything else outside of that it just kind of felt the way it's in there and there it is and some of your like some of the locations on that map will be like the Hillfingers Ranch. So you go and you click on that, and then it'll be like a chunk of story. Maybe you'll meet a new character that's going to add or like become part of your squad. Uh, doing it that way, your posse, I guess, is probably a better word. Um, so it's like that kind of stuff is meh. But if you can get past that and you're into that XCOM type of gameplay, I, it's really good. There's things like uh, ability cards, too, where you can add these cards to people that are on your team uh, that will do different things that, like, make your weapons have, like, a ricochet effect where you can hit people behind walls if you can ricochet it off, like, a building or something. Kind of okay. weird stuff yeah. like that. Um, and then, obviously, different weapons can be equipped that have better stats yeah they have like a gatling gun is that like the the i haven't i haven't run into one yet but like that to me that makes a ton of sense or maybe running into an enemy on the map where you have to be super cautious about where you move on the map because if you're out open out in the open you're gonna get mowed down by gatling gun man yeah i could definitely see that being like a boss fight thing um and then the last thing is there's definitely like a weird supernatural 
hellish kind of thing going on because like I watched the trailers and I watched some reviews and whatnot um, and there's stuff like demons and stuff and I haven't run into that yet but I keep running into this guy in a black suit who I believe is the devil he keeps <laughs> telling me to do things and sometimes I listen sometimes I don't sometimes he tries to sell me stuff sometimes I buy him and eventually I'll probably sell my soul and have to fight the devil or something fun but that's the one thing like I said the story is actually kind of there in this game even if you are getting a lot of it through that text based stuff um, but yeah I think I'll uh, I'll probably keep playing it it's one game that I'm playing next to Astral Chain those are like my two switch games at the moment so okay so just trucking on sum it up it's a it's a four dollar game not maybe not a twenty dollar game it, oh yeah like i i think this is like it would be a perfect e-shop sale game like 9.99 or lower i would have been fine paying this so right seeing that it was 3.99 it was a game that uh i think you or you brought this i think i did like month a couple months ago like when it first came out and yeah, because I, I was just off. yeah, I was intrigued just by the the Western aspect of it, and then when I saw it was XCOM style, I was like, nope. But yeah, maybe uh, my friends might like this. Oh, right, and that's awesome because at like an XCOM Western, like that sounds sweet to me. Yeah, and and I'm getting that out of it, so uh, well worth it if that sounds interesting uh, to you. And that's um, that's on sale for a couple days still. If you listen to this when it came out, if you didn't, well, sorry, I might not pay nineteen ninety nine for it. Yeah, exactly. We'll save you money. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. Um, you're dipping your toes back into The Witcher Three. I uh, did. Where Where are we at? Um, does a stuffed unicorn ring a bell? Uh, n- hmm. no. <laughs> it's, it sounds like a terrible Yennefer thing, though. It's definitely a Yennefer thing, and it wasn't well, terrible. At least I don't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, you're, I think you must be a little bit farther than I am in my current playthrough. I am doing a bunch of stuff in Novigrad with Triss at the yep. moment. So I went to the next place. I can't pronounce it, but it's like a bunch of like uh, Nordic type people. And I found out about this little goblin looking thing and now I got to go find it and I know where it is. It's with the Baron. <gasps> the Baron? Yeah. Going the back. Baron, the Baron that I've seen For, 15 yeah. different times <laughs> through 15 different playthroughs before I start over. Your best buddy, the Baron. Yeah, we're, we're pretty much brothers at this point, I think. Yeah, so I'm, I'm trucking along. I'm enjoying the game. Uh, I ran by some giant spider yesterday, and that scared the crap out of me. Did you just keep on keeping yeah, on? Yeah, oh, I kept going. There? Yeah, absolutely. Cause when Was I, there a skull above its head? Like... <laughs> I Don't touch even, me. No, I, I just you. saw big, giant, like, hot pink or purple legs walking out of the forest, and I was like, nope. Nope, 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 kept, nope. kept it moving. Uh, so. It's so funny that games can do that to you. Like, <laughs> yeah. in real life, I understand that. In your game, it's like, you could probably turn back and actually figure out what it is. Yeah, <laughs> but, but like, I usually end up dying I when I when I turn back to figure out what it is. Oh, the, the, the last thing I did that was of importance is I killed the werewolf dude. Okay, well, there you go. For people so, that know The Witcher 3. Yeah, in the garden, and the sisters weren't happy. Great. Spoilers for 10 minutes down the road from where I am. Eh, it's probably a couple hours. Maybe I should have played this game four five <laughs> years up. ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure everybody's like, oh, I know exactly where he is. This is 100% my fault, and I realize <laughs> this. But, you know, if, if you're in 2014 right now, play Witcher. It's a great game. 
<laughs> don't don't skip <laughs> this one, folks. No. Um, so my last question then is, is this going to be the time that you actually beat The Witcher 3? I think I'm just going to keep trucking along kind of like I did with Assassin's Creed to, until I get to a point where there's just a daunting wall ahead of me that I don't know if I'm going to overcome or not. So, yeah, at this point, sure. All right. That's, I'll say the same thing for sure. Yeah, this this will be the time until it's not. <laughs> it's just a great game. The writing, like I, you know, I actually set the controller down and pay attention to the story bits, and which is weird for you because exactly. usually you couldn't care less about right. what's going on in the background of these games. Yeah, but I I kind of know what's going on. I kind of know what the story is. So um, things are still bad. At least you know that's what I think in the story. So I got some work to do. I'll say you'd be out of work if things were good. Right. A um, Witcher game where everything's going right. Just what's the point? Yep. I'm learning about the wild hunt right now, and that sounds like some, some bad mofos. Yeah, there's some jerks for sure. All right, so Moose and I are definitely going to be finishing uh, The Witcher 3 any day now, so we'll make <laughs> sure to talk about that. Yeah, uh, check out future. episode 95 and see if we're done with it yet. Dude, at <laughs> least episode 95. <laughs> I would we'll maybe get double wherever we're at now. We never said we're the best gaming podcast. We're just a gaming podcast. Yeah, so. it's 100%. That's <laughs> Crossland come, Gaming, a gaming podcast. That's right. Come for the snacks. Stay for the games. There you go. Um, all right. Well, I feel like the first time we recorded the podcast, there was a lot more to talk about because we had two more people talking about what they had been playing. I believe um, we, were, we were pushing the hour mark at this point. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the one thing that we had all been playing, I think a lot of the community are actually playing uh, currently, is Gears 5, because that recently came out this past Friday. If you are a, if you had pre-ordered, or if you were a Game Pass Ultimate, or just Game Pass in general subscriber. No, if you pre-ordered the Ultimate Edition, or if you have Game Pass Ultimate. All right, so if you're if you're just an Ultimate person, right. if you're, you're playing not Gears basic, 5. then you've but, been playing Gears didn't all the like normal game pass subscriptions like transfer over to ultimate anyways or something you had to manually do it they're still separate uh, and you know they're separate if people are, are not smart enough to convert over then they can still pay for their their game pass and their lives separately and if you're that person who's listening and not smart enough you can reach out to moose <laughs> and he'll give you a guide on how to switch over Right. It's not as good as the deal as they were running over the summer, but I think it's still a pretty good uh, deal. Like, you know, if you do the Costco thing and buy a two-year live membership and then convert. so Right. Yeah. Which I think netted most of the community like two years of yeah. Ultimate for a very, very low price. Yeah. So. I'm I'm good till like May of 2022. Yeah. I'm, I'm right up there with you. Couldn't be happier, especially if they keep putting out quality games like gears five exactly um so i think we're both right around the same section we both beat act one yep just finished act one and i stopped all right so so we could play some co-op hopefully yeah because it definitely seems like a good way to play this game and it's cool because you don't get like weird random characters you kind you actually get like essential story characters that you get to play and one of them is jack Right. Who's I was going to say, the we're going to have to Rochambeau or flip a coin or something to figure out who's going to be the robot. Because it seems like he's pretty limited. He just goes <laughs> around shocking people. <laughs> it's like, you want to play Gears? you got to be Jack. Nah, never mind. Uh, I'm going to go play something else. Thanks. That third person <laughs> that basically just gets to spectate your game. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
Um, yeah, so Gears 5, uh, it's conti- a continuation of the Gears story. This is picking up right where Gears 4 left off. Um, if you played through that, I watched a recap on YouTube for like an hour and then finally got home and into the game, and then it gave me a recap <laughs> anyways. The same one, right? Uh, it was. This was someone like narrating and talking about it, so it was uh, literally okay. like an hour and a half of them just oh, going geez. over all of Gears everything because I've never beaten one. Shame on me. I'm uh, sure I beat the first one on the OG Xbox. I had to have, right? Was it 360 or OG that... Uh, 360. Okay, yeah, because I think I went out and bought a 360 the day I saw the uh, commercial for Gears. So yeah, you probably I would assume you beat it then if you if yeah. it was a console seller for you. Hopefully you'd beat it. <laughs> yeah, well I always have my eye on the next thing, you know. So yeah, don't. That's why we are poor people. Um, we, yeah, I'm gonna be poor if I don't stop spending money. That's what my <laughs> wife keeps telling me. <laughs> She's probably not wrong. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, first up, as soon as you get into the game, I think the first thing you're going to notice is just how damn good this game looks. Right. Um, especially if you're playing on an Xbox One X, you're getting 4K, 60 frames per second, which, uh, when originally promised or even talked about, I was kind of skeptical because a lot of games you're getting now on the X are, uh, you're either getting performance mode where you're 1080, right. 60. Right, either or. Right, or you're getting look how pretty I am mode where you're getting 4K, but you're only running it 30. Um, and this game is doing the best of both worlds and not having any issues from what I've seen. Like, I don't have frame drops. Everything looks great all the time. Right. I've had no issues other than when Xbox isn't online. So. Oh, my God. What, what a mess. So this game comes out. I get home from work. I get to play a little bit of it, and then Moose and I try to link up uh, that night, and we come to find the Xbox Live servers are down when, right. <laughs> on the launch day of most likely their biggest game of 2019, uh, it's, has that, just launched. Yeah, and it was so crippling. Like you can't access your digital library. You can't. I, I, could, I couldn't do, do anything. anything. No. Nope. I tried to hop on Sea of Thieves through my computer, right. just like. Oh, maybe it's just an Xbox thing. No. No, it's just, no, anything Microsoft is tied to, you're just, no. I didn't try to you're pop done. in a, a physical disc, but, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you well, wouldn't, you wouldn't be able have to even play those. been able to sign into your account. So. Right, yep, exactly. <sighs> Ugh, yikes. So that was rough, but it came back on, and by the time it came back on, you were already watching a movie in the VR movie theater. So <laughs> that's why I was playing Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just touch on that quick because I actually didn't touch on it the first time we recorded the podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I downloaded this uh, essentially just a, a movie theater inside of my Oculus Rift that will play whatever's on your monitor. So I brought up Netflix on my monitor, put it in full screen, hopped into my Rift, which there was like eight different settings that you could be in. And I just did this giant movie theater and there's just like other little avatars around in the theater just watching this movie with you. So I, I started watching it, watching super bad because it was on Netflix um, just to kind of test it out. And then an hour and a half later, I was like, I just sat here in my <laughs> chair, like reclined with a headset on and watched the whole movie. Watch, what does my life become? Just watch these two idiots fill up two Tide jugs with beer. Dude, oh my God. It's just... <laughs> Uh, there's like you could be outdoors around a campfire watching super bad you could be just out in the middle of space it's it's fantastic 
I can't wait to see what the future holds for suckers like me. So, can you do that thing where they advertise like your courtside and you're just sitting, you know, on the side of the court? Uh, I not that I found out, but I was literally just thinking about that like a couple days ago. I was like, I thought I heard about this thing where they would sell like courtside right. tickets through yeah. VR. I'm assuming that's all going to be like web browser based like put this buy it here and then just pop this into full screen mode and then mirror it'll mirror into your headset or something like that i don't i, I want to say it was one of the cell phone companies maybe you should ask somebody at work there's yeah well hey waterloo where you at yeah we right got vr questions <laughs> but yeah i i wish dude this i can be at the world series just sitting in the dugout right count me in never buy a ticket again don't need to why experience real life when i can just sit up here in my comfortable office yeah that's so strange dystopia that's slowly a brewing the oasis <laughs> literally that's where i will be um yeah back to gears though <laughs> so we, we finally uh the servers came back up i ended up hopping on at like 12 30 in the morning i think you had probably already been done for a while or had gone to bed so. i think i fell i fell asleep in a cutscene. hey that will happen it happens to me all the time it. that's when i know it's time <laughs> to go to bed this is when i wake up with my controller in my lap and i'm just looking at like three different uh speech props. options <laughs> yeah, it's like i have no idea what they just said turn the xbox off It'll make me replay this, right? Hopefully yeah. we'll see. Maybe they'll catch me up. If not, I'm sure it wasn't super important. Yeah. Um, but they, that's one of the things in Gears. Uh, I went and grabbed something, like, out of the kitchen, I think, during one of the cutscenes, and I missed, like, one of the biggest things. So you're going to have to tell me what happened after we get off here because, uh, like, I know what happened at the end of Act 1, but there was some sort of betrayal, and I don't know exactly what that is. So my question here is, if you're even slightly invested in this story, why are you getting up and leaving in the middle of a cutscene? I still got my headphones on. I can hear what's going on. But uh, okay, all right, that's fair. I guess I still but, would have paused it during gameplay and then ran to the kitchen. No, I know. That's just me. I, just, I, I like to be efficient with my time. So even that's, if I I don't like my Xbox to wait for me either. That that's cool. <laughs> that makes no sense at all. But no, okay. it doesn't. <laughs> that thing is a machine that is built to do whatever you want it to do but it's gonna be my boss someday risky uh, i mean 100 percent. yeah i agree um yeah so anyways we're finally in game or separately or whatever um i think this if you've played a gears game you know especially if you played gears 4 tonally it's just a continuation and the, right it feels like a, a sequel which it should um the gameplay as far as i can tell they're there's not really new mechanics i think is the drone new see i don't know if that's a new feature or not but it's really nice how you can basically send him like your dog to go fetch things out in the battlefield for you and he's cloaked so people won't shoot him down yeah it, i mean there's nothing better than because obviously this is a cover based shooter um where ammo is clearly finite finite right yeah most, most definitely they don't want you using that lancer too long do they yeah and that's the nice thing is that you're behind cover your lancer runs out of ammo you can just ping a spot on the battlefield for mm -hmm. jack the little flying drone to go and he'll just run over there literally pick up the gun like in his little claw hands like a claw machine yeah exactly like a claw <laughs> machine that's so perfect uh and then he'll just grab it and he'll come drop it right next to you so you just look down 
hold X or whatever, and yep. then it's your inventory. Uh, he does the same thing for like grenades or just boxes of ammo. It's a uh, it's super smart and super helpful. I just wonder how weird it gets when like is that your job if you're the third player and you just go retrieve stuff to just scour the battlefield like hey I need a rifle moose will you go get me a rifle <laughs> like yeah man, I, that sounds fun for you I'd get mysteriously disconnected pretty quickly if I was playing as Jack <laughs> yeah I don't know what happened guys I uh, got disconnected and ended up in The Witcher Three it was the weirdest yeah, bug my, my internet's broken I'll see you guys tomorrow <laughs> moose appears online on the Switch. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's cool, but like I said, if you've played Gears 4, you know what the combat is. It's it's a cover-based shooter. I wish that it felt a little more like The Division 2, and I know what Chaotic argued with yeah, me about this. Yeah, the, the I, running I, in it. Uh, yeah, I mentioned how I hate the roadie run, which is the little, like, sprint animation thing and everything's controlled by your left thumb stick as far as movement oh it's just the worst and when i was like he was like yeah it's the best uh cover and movement system in any of these games and i was like have you played the division two where like i (laughs) point at something and click a button and my guy head down just sprints and then locks himself into the next piece of cover like yeah he can dodge bullets yeah like what um but so, I mean, I, that's bothered me, but that's always bothered me. I think Gears fans, if they like that, like it's still there. Don't worry, you yeah. still run like an idiot. And the other gear staple is the active reload. How do you like the active reload? Um, so when I was playing on PC, I found it because I've I've played a little bit on both. Um, I found it really tough on PC for whatever reason. I think it's just because I'm still not used to it. I have to like hit the R button while I'm doing things. Yeah. But when, when you're on a controller, it's just kind of on right bumper. So it's right there for you all the time. And PC players are probably just laughing right now. But if you're not used to that, it's it was a little tough. But uh, I've, I've, I have never minded active reload. Um, or like, Because don't you get a slight buff to damage or something? Or is it just literally I just a speed thing? I think it's speed. I'm okay. not sure. If you, if you get it perfect... I think it just like automatically reloads right there and there's no delay or anything instead. Okay. So yeah. And I mean, you can definitely get, I think I've gotten to a point uh, like by the last time I played where a lot of times I didn't need to even look up there. Right. It's like you you kind of get the timing down when you see your guy start to like reload. It it changes with every gun. Yeah. If you haven't noticed like the, the bar or the little tick on the slider is in a different spot and the slider moves at a different speed for every gun. Right. So I think I like the pistol. I feel like has a super little short window. And yeah. It's like closer real to the quick. Top. Right. Yeah. So, and I mean, if you're using the same guns a lot, I think it's something you can definitely learn. Um, and it, just having it in your peripheral, I think maybe that's another reason it's feels pretty easy. But yeah, you're playing on a, a monitor. I'm playing on a 55 inch TV. So right. I have to, you know, almost especially Actually if I'm turn yeah. your head and look up. <laughs> especially if I'm standing 18 inches in front of my TV, as I usually do you're when I play these person. type of games. <laughs> you know, I've, it's all the battle royale that's that, that's caused me to change my gaming ways. But I'm standing while I game now, so that's more healthy, right? That's because we started with well, yeah sure i guess <laughs> but uh <laughs> i think that all started in PUBG, where like yeah. the game looked so bad when it first came out that you had to be standing 18 right. inches from your 65 inch television just to see that guy off in the distance right if he call him out to your friends further than 50 yards then i'd have to be you know inches from my tv in 4k to be able to see him exactly <laughs> and now i'm just comfortable there good good 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's not really a ton to talk about Gears Five. The yeah, story, I there's think, there's a ton is, more to play. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's uh, what stories? How many acts? Five acts, I think. Four acts or five acts? I, th- it's definitely one or the other. I, right. I know it's not a big amount. Or no, I think it was four okay. because I made a joke that we were 25 percent done with the game. Yeah, not, not really so, a joke. Kind of factual. <laughs> figure what 15 to 20 hours plus I, side missions. Yeah, I think that. That makes sense, and like so, where we're at, we haven't really run into uh, the open more open or, yeah. open world stuff, or like semi it's still on rails world. for us. Yeah. So, and we, I, yeah, I kind of spoiled the last podcast about who <laughs> you're playing as. But right. Yeah. That's all. I, I you didn't really spoil it because I didn't know what you were talking about, but then I figured it out yeah, after I got further. In the like promotional stuff, they just see like you're playing as Kate. And Kate's right. like the main protagonist, but when you start up the game, you're playing as JD again. You're like, what is going on? And they like paid that guy way less more money to do his voiceover than they did the rest of the people acting, because it's it seems like you know bored and unamused and <laughs> yeah. But like you said last time, he's the pretty guy who's not supposed to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty guy does you know don't pay you to talk. No, just just look at him. That's all you really need. So it's Marcus Phoenix's son. If you're if you're wondering, yeah. And if you haven't played Gears Four or Gears any of the other ones, well, what are you waiting for? Same stuff we are, I guess. To finish those. Anyways, I say you can um, jump in at five and still have a great time. It's a really fun especially, game, especially with five. Like as soon as you boot it up, it it gives you like we talked about the whole like previously on Gears Four and right. Like, Goes and then over there's everything a, that happened. If you go into the extra uh, features, it also has one that's previously previously in Gears, and it'll go through all of the games. Which that's that's the per- I f- I feel like that's the perfect one to do for like anyone, even if you're right. like a seasoned Gears player, like getting a refresher of those first three games. Is what smart. fifteen years of things you've got to try to remember? That I, yeah, that sounds right. That's that's a lot. So yeah. Take take the five minutes out of your day to watch the trailer that someone obviously worked hard on to, but to throw that in the game. I think the coalition nailed this game, and you can't miss it, especially if you have gear, uh, Game Pass. Yeah, and I think we'll have more to say. I think we have to like after we get through the game, since I'm assuming most of us will because it's a shorter game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll have more thoughts. Later and then we can check out the multiplayer modes as well as the. What is the new mode that you can create uh, your own? I think it's called Escape. There you go. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm, I think it's Escape. So yeah, that's the other thing is like we started, we got through Act One, we haven't even touched the other stuff, and Horde mode is obviously a huge part of this game. So mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> we'll even be able to talk about that stuff. Yep. Look for more. It'll be coming. For sure. All right. Uh, so that's what we've been playing this week. Um, a quick mention of uh game pass roulette it's not a game pass roulette episode i man i didn't have my uh <laughs> google well, drive thing up yeah we're playing but, blair witch yeah uh, well some of us are i haven't started yet but i did want to announce that coming up this friday um between 10 and ten thirty eastern time i am going to stream my one and only playthrough of blair witch yes so <laughs> And if you don't know Moose, Moose is a big old baby. He's a big old scaredy cat. So this should be interesting. Yeah. Um, And we didn't, I just quickly, I I didn't give a synopsis last time because we didn't have one 
posted and we didn't want to take time to look it up apparently but um so the synopsis for blair witch blair witch tells the story of ellis a cop reeling from making a massive on-duty mistake due to ptsd he suffers from his time as a soldier ellis and his german shepherd named bullet join a search party in, in, in the infamous black hills forest where a young boy named peter has gone missing as people tend to do there um hmm. so yeah, that is our current Game Pass Roulette game. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, you can head over to Discord. Uh, we have a Game Pass Roulette channel there. You feel free to leave questions, uh, feedback. Any feedback that's left will be talked about on the show. Um, so, yeah, get in on that. Links for Discord are in the show notes. Must be an original story, huh? Because the first one, I think, took place like in the Northeast somewhere. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would assume so. I don't know why they even really needed the Blair Witch, Blair Witch license right? IP, just because people have heard of it, I guess. Yeah, I guess uh, just association by name, get more people yeah, looking that, at it. That literally might be it. I, I remember, like, weird stick figure doll things hanging everywhere, so maybe there's more of those in uh, this game. Can't wait. So, yeah, Friday night, eight, or 10 o'clock Eastern. Look for me uh, on Mixer. Yeah, and any there's one more week that this is in Game Pass for us. So if you are playing it and have feedback, obviously reach out, um, and we'll go over it on the podcast next week. You betcha. Um, yep, that's it for that Game Pass roulette snippet, though. Um, next up, let's get into the news. Right. So let's go over to Moose, our new news correspondent. Moose, what is in the news this week? Well, let's start off with a couple quick hits. Um, first thing, Cyberpunk 2077 news. Uh, they announced last week that they will be working on and including a multiplayer game mode, but that won't be done until after the game and all of its DLC are completed and released. So you can look for that. Be excited for that. I know it's turning some people off because they love just the single story of you know CD Projekt Red's games. I'm also I'm just interested like what kind of multiplayer, multiplayer I guess. Right. I, like GTA it, Online is the only thing I can think of. True. Okay. You know what I mean? Just a big open just troll stuff verse. You can do throughout. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. All right. But it, I guess if we'll you see are. If you're in the uh, development industry, uh, they are hiring for any type of multiplayer aspects. So if you've got some skills, uh, check out their website, and they are looking for people. So Yeah. yeah. And then um, did you check out the uh, Nintendo Fitness Ring teaser video? <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> so before you even talk about this, pause, pause right. the podcast right now, head on over to YouTube, and just Google... Nintendo Fitness, I bet you, is all you have to Google. Watch that right. video and then resume listening. <laughs> we'll wait. And great. Wasn't that hilarious? Oh my gosh, what in the hell did we just watch, right? Dude. <laughs> so yeah, yeah there's um, this thing. They don't have any names for it yet. They just put out a teaser video last week after the Direct for some reason. Uh, I mean, it's pretty apparent why, because well, yeah, this is a super weird, weird off-putting, <laughs> just weirdo thing. <laughs> so it looks like there's one band that you strap to your thigh or arm or, you know, an appendage, basically, and you put a Joy-Con in it, and then you use this rigid ring belt type thing and put the Joy-Con in the other one, and you use it for various 
exercises and events such as archery, track and field, boxing, um, clay shooting. I saw some weird stuff. Uh, it looks like the games included are kind of like Wii Sports or uh, Mario Olympic type events. So, Which makes sense for a right. more, because they're just branding it as like a fitness thing for yeah. Nintendo. So that kind of stuff makes sense. And it's, it's right up there with that balance board. I was guilty of buying it and seeing what it was just because I was curious. But Yeah, um, where you'd like do the fake hula hoop while standing on a piece of right. plastic kind of thing. Or the ski jump. Ski. All those. Yeah, I did all uh, that nonsense. I wonder how many of those got broken just by giant men jumping up and down <laughs> on these things. <laughs> Nintendo says I'm going to lose weight. Yeah, the funniest part in this whole like little trailer thing was when there's like just a room full of people and then one dude's on the floor doing like leg kick things up in the air yeah he's he's holding the ring above his head like a steering wheel like laying on his back and then he's just doing some butterfly like swim kicks with his little legs and the whole family's standing around cheering him on i don't even see a tv in the in the the room is it's the weirdest thing and i'm sure that move has some type of real life name for it but clearly moose and i don't spend a ton of time in the gym so nah my Uh, calisthenics are subpar these days so, so when you see people doing these weird things that you're not used to seeing, it's just it becomes the most hilarious video you'll see all year. It's right. And what could make it. what could make games more fun than doing mountain climbers till you puke in your living room, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what Nintendo thinks at least. Yeah, CrossFit or CrossFit for life. Oh God. So yeah, um, last thing is Ubisoft is dipping their toes in the VR ring. They are putting together a 50-man team for an unannounced AAA VR project based on one of their known IPs. So uh, previous IPs are Star Trek Bridge Crew, Space Junkies, and other things I don't know about because I'm not VR, but I know you're stoked. not VR. Yeah, I just threw the story in here because there's not a ton of AAA VR stuff happening. Um, right. So seeing Ubisoft do it with uh, with an IP that we've heard of, um, yeah, that, that's kind of cool. So yeah, because you you got what Tom Clancy, you got uh, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. What other ones do they have that are? Those are the good ones. Far Cry. Yep. Yeah. So what if it's a Far Cry VR game? That that sounds perfect. Just. <sighs> Yeah, I'm weird just picturing like like a, a weird Skyrim, like how <laughs> Skyrim VR is a thing. So just well, why not make Far Cry Four VR? Or right. Um, so yeah, or like a weird stealthy shooter, uh, like Splinter yeah, Cell like thing. Wildlands. Yeah, something like that. That was one thing I saw being like rumored is like, oh, maybe this is a Splinter Cell thing because people keep rumoring that a Splinter Cell game is coming. Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell. It's like, how pissed would people be if this is actually a Splinter Cell game and the, like, 2% of the gaming population can actually play it because those are the people that use VR? I'm pretty sure that would just redirect all those people that are getting ready to raid Area 51. They'd be headed to Ubisoft, right? Uh, it, yeah, that's probably the <laughs> same demographic. Yeah, so, exactly. So, yes. <laughs> Everybody uh, take a right. We change oh plans. God, definitely, definitely cool news though. If you uh, if you got yourself one of them VR headsets, yeah, maybe one day. So after that, we got a whole bunch of Nintendo Direct news. Direct Ooh, boy, news. did we? So um, let's just go ahead and start. Overwatch is coming out on the fifteenth of October, so that's cool. I think Moose predicted that. Good job, Moose. Good job, uh, Moose. 
<laughs> Luigi's Mansion 3 got some news. Uh, they did about a three or four minute presentation. Uh, the game's coming out October 31st. They showed a few of the theme levels. Each floor in the hotel or mansion is going to be a different theme. Themes include tomb suites, dance hall, a pirate themed restaurant, just to name a few. Yeah, that's uh, like that's perfect for like this type of game for like right. variety and stuff. Being in a hotel that could potentially have like all sorts of random themes for yeah, level. like it's just it's smart. Yeah, exactly. Um, are we getting this game? I haven't decided yet. I, I don't think we have decided. I I have known to like. I don't know anything Affinity about for Luigi's this game because yeah, me either. I haven't played the first two, but like I, Louis, Waterloo from the community was over here a couple days ago, and he was like, "Dude, are you pumped for Luigi's Mansion 3? And I was like, "I should I be?" <laughs> Anytime your your name's in the title, you gotta hype it up. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, um, they're also coming out with a a screen park mode. Basically, it's uh, mini games, two to eight player multiplayer. You can play uh, four player coach cut. Co- couch co-op or you could even go online and play up to eight people uh two teams play against each other to take down the ghosts and collect coins most coins wins so it kind of looks like a mario party extension on the, the luigi game you didn't want to mention how it's oh yeah luigi's against gooigi <laughs> <laughs> i'm team gooigi all day every day still the most like cringy yeah. weird name it, it most definitely is that's it's- I, like, it doesn't translate, I'm sure, in Japan, but everybody here just kind of shudders every time you say Gooigi. That's like, I wonder what the, like, when they came up with it, like, yeah, Gooigi, like, that makes a ton of sense. And then, like, everybody <laughs> on the Western, like, their whole market, Western like, audience is like, uh, that's gross. What? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just us, I don't know. I, it's, it's 100% probably just us, yes. <laughs> so, there's also a, uh, a new Kirby game coming out. It's free to start. Whatever that means. Joy, more Mario Run. Yeah, but it, it looks like it's going to be more of an MMORPG type game. Still 2D side-scroller, but you can team up with uh, three other friends. Uh, couch co-op or online, I believe. Uh, there's 100, 100 plus quests to explore. You can be you know, your, your classic mage, warrior, healer. They have cute little names, you know, cute little Kirby names for each class. But it's essentially the same thing. And you go around doing quests to level up, uh, i.e. World of Warcraft, I guess. I don't know. All right. And I just, if I want to be a new class, do I just, like, swallow an archer and then I become an archer? You'd think, right? But I don't think it's that easy. I think you <laughs> yeah, gotta, I doubt you, it. you got to buy some in-game currency. I probably have to pay 99 cents <laughs> to turn my sucker back on. Exactly. Yeah, it's only there for a certain amount of time. <laughs> exactly. You've got two days of suck power with your Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> you need to wait another 15 minutes before you get another suck. Oh, God. Gaming <laughs> future is just, just horror. Yep, that's when we quit games. Yep. Honestly. Just start playing board games. So, that's Kirby. Um, I, I'll check it out. I don't know anything about pay to start, so I'm sure something dirty will be coming up. Look for that in the news. Uh, Trials of Mana HD Remake is coming out April 24th. So, they did just release the... Um, Mana Collection, but that is all the 16-bit classic NES or SNES games. I can't remember. They are making a full digital HD remaster of this game, and it's going to have action-based combat as opposed to turn-based. So, I think I'm going to buy this game. It looks cool. I would say as long as it's not a turn-based RPG, you're probably there. You betcha. Let's see. 
Return of the Oberdan, also known as <laughs> this is Chocolate's, Chocolate's game. Yeah, Chocolate's Pirate Game. <laughs> Spoilers, there's no pirates. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's a, uh, a story of a fictional, fictional ocean liner that uh, takes place in 1803. They go out for a voyage or a cruise or something. And they come back, and everybody's either dead or missing on board. So it's up to you to figure out what happened and solve the mysteries. And it's got a uh, an interesting art style. It's uh, it, think of etch a sketch. That's kind of what it looks like. Everything is single line drawn, no shading, and it's black and white. Yeah, and which I'm I'm usually all for like weird artistic takes on games, but this one for I don't know. This one's not doing it for me. I right. wasn't like, a fan of the art style. The way that they like walked up the little draw ladders or whatever they call them onto the boat, and it, I almost like you know almost give me a, a sick feeling of looking at it because it's it's like they try to do a three D artistry, but they're using single line animation, and I just don't know if it translate very translates very well for me. Yeah, agreed. Sweet, let's move on. Uh, little Town Heroes coming out on October sixteenth. This is uh, the people Game Freak that can that made Pokemon and another little RPG called Undertale. So it's a turn-based RPG with time attack mechanics, and instead of using weapons, you use ideas and strategies. So it's definitely a, a unique take on an RPG. I'm not sure about it because I don't understand it quite yet. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'd have to see more of the actual like combat, I guess. Yeah, because it looks like there's math involved in Good luck with that. This game looks nice, though. That's it does. Got that it definitely going for it. got the cool Undertale, Pokemon type, you know, soft animation style. Yeah. Up next, we had. Sorry, I lost my spot. Oh, Smash news. <clears throat> so, anybody playing Smash? Yep, me either. Nope. <laughs> you own it though, don't you? Hey, uh, I guess. Yeah, I got I... tricked into that somehow. <laughs> did you buy it digitally? Yeah, I did. Oh my goodness, I own Smash. Would you look at that? You do. Congrats. So, um, Banjo-Kazooie is out now for uh, the Fighter's Pass or whatever they call it. This is the fourth of the five that are being released or revealed, I think. And it's out now. So if you want to play Smash and you want to get your new character, go get you some Banjo. And they also revealed uh, Terry Bogard from Fatal Fury. A little crossover action there for you. Um, I never played Fatal Fury. It's from, what, Neo Geo? Neo it's console. Geo. Yeah. before the NES or just I think that's the ones that they used to put in the uh, arcade all the time and you could choose like they usually had like 10 different games that you could choose from like Samurai Showdown uh, this game um, what, a beat em up tip similar to Double Dragon or something like that you know what I'm talking about I didn't spend a lot of time in arcades ah uh, you're too young Yep. <laughs> my, see, I think my grandpa turned me on to video games when I was super young. He just, you know, come pick us up from school or whatever, and we'd go to a, an old dingy arcade, and he'd give me five bucks. And here's a handful of quarters. Yep. Good luck. And he used to love the, what do they call them, schmops? You know, the 1942, all those type of games where you've got the plane and you've got to shoot everything falling on the screen. Yeah, dude. So, so, oh, some of those games are so good. Yeah. So, you know, that, that kind of introduced me to gaming at a very young age. So I've got a, an affinity for arcade games. But Go play Skyforce. Skyforce. Okay. Do I'm it. Like, Look it up. A shot. Okay. My favorite one was uh, Captain Skyhawk on an NES but I don't know if Never anybody, heard of it. Yeah, Maybe I don't know if anybody ever played that game. <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, Smash is coming out. Oh, and they also revealed, since everybody's so sad that 70 fighters isn't enough, that <laughs> they're coming out with five more next year. So I think it's like 25 bucks for the fighter pass or something like that. You can get five more characters to smash it up with. Like what do you like? Ten of those characters overall must be like the meta, right? So right, there's yeah. like seventy plus characters that just aren't going to be getting used ever. Well, I think the way that that game works though is you have to play with every character in order to unlock everything. Correct. Uh, mm, like there's you like know if I played more than two hours, I <laughs> totally have an answer for you, but I don't know. Because I think every get every. Play or every fighter has its own little story mode, and you've got to fight all the way through that to unlock their like I forget what they're called. They have like little animals that come in and cheer for them, and there's all sorts of additions and add ons. Uh, yeah, know what I mean, I, mean, I kind of know what you're talking about with like the side characters, yeah. Um, because I remember there was some characters that's like, why aren't those main characters when I have people like the ice climbers? That right. are main characters. Or the dog from uh, Duck Hunt. <laughs> I don't think that's actually in the game. No, he is a character that you can fight with. Are you serious? Absolutely. Yikes. <laughs> so yeah, smash it up. There's more stuff coming. Get excited for that. Next one I was kind of stoked for just to see the game some more. Uh, Zelda Link's Awakening coming out uh, the 20th of this month. Just that's right around the corner. Now. Yeah. So uh, they they introduced the Chamber Dungeon, which is uh, kind of like a Mario Maker dungeon creator for this game. Uh, you can create and save your own dungeons to your own file as well to, as save them to all the Zelda amiibos. So if you want to make a dungeon and share it with your friends, you save it to your amiibo and pass it off to him at school or work or whatever, and he can check out your dungeon. Mail it to him through the postal service. <laughs> Verizon. What? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, I guess that's just going to kind of be the status quo for games in 2019, I believe, is there's some sort of maker function or creator function on it, which is, you know, reminds me of Tony Hawk 2 days, but that's fine. When you get too lazy to make games, you just have your community (laughs) do it for you. Exactly. It's nothing like going out and cooking a $40 steak, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So Zelda's coming out. Get excited for that. Let's see. Dragon Quest Eleven Definitive Edition, September 27th. Uh, they announced that there's going to be a free Champions DLC pack. Uh, it's going to be day and date as release, and it looks like a bunch of cosmetic crap. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm dipping my toe into Dragon Quest Builders as we speak, so I don't quite understand, you know, 1 through 10 as opposed to 11 at this point. Right. But... You know, I'm, I'm sure somebody's stoked about all these cool new outfits, and there's a uh, a 10 hour demo out now on the eShop. So which is so that's huge. Yeah. If you don't know if this game's for you, I'm pretty sure you'll know in 10 hours. I would say if you don't know within 10 hours, then you <laughs> you should buy the game then, or you should just sell your Switch because you don't know how to make up that. your mind. <laughs> <laughs> then they announced something weird called Tokyo Mirage hashtag Fire Emblem Sessions. That'll be released on the. 17th of January, and it looks like a crossover RPG, maybe fighting? Uh, it's game? like, I'm pretty sure it's like dancing. Okay. I think it's like a, a rhythm game or something. Sure. Or there was just a lot of K-pop happening while this trailer is <laughs> happening, so I just assume that's what it is. I, I just I, saw a lot of bars at the top and people on, in the middle of the screen, so I just assumed it was a fighting game, but it most definitely could be a dancing game also. 
guess we'll we'll have to find out. Uh, yeah, that that'll be me day one. Year. I'll be there. <laughs> Why did we buy this? <laughs> yeah. Why not? What do you mean? <sighs> so uh, also, Deadly Premonition Two was announced. Blessing in Disguise coming 2020. I believe it's coming to multiple platforms, but Switch is one of them. Yeah, I think I think it's a Switch like starter exclusive okay. or whatever. And then they'll drop it to other things afterwards. Yeah, they'll exclusivity for X amount of time. It's a story-driven thriller. Um, it's up to you to solve the mystery or go mad, basically, is what the trailer said. And it looks really weird. I'm, I'll say the first Deadly Premonition has like a weird cult following, like people that still play this game that's super old and looks super right. terrible. But and Yeah, everything I've heard as far as the podcasts I listen to, they, they're saying why. Why why do we need it to? Yeah, <laughs> so. that sounds right. um all those cult following people though be stoked to know that deadly premonition is out on the switch right now so maybe we can go figure out what's going on in the first one and then we'll know if we should buy the second one go ahead and let me know and you know i'll I'll judge from your your uh experience i don't know (laughs) i buy everything yeah Divinity, oh excuse me, Divinity Original Sin 2 Definitive Edition, wow that's a mouthful, is out now on the Switch, so uh, I know that game has hundreds of hours of gameplay in it, if you're looking for something to pass the time, uh, public transit, something like that, Blade, you know, this might be your game, because there's tons of stuff for you to do. Yeah, I know, uh, I think Cabo Castle and Shine are all playing through it right now, actually. Yeah, they're playing through it on the Xbox. Right. So, but I, I know there's, I don't know, I want to say it's at least eight hours com- to complete the main campaign, but there's, there's hundreds so of hours. so much stuff at your fingertips. Right. Exactly. And I feel like this thing reviewed, like, all nines and tens, so. Yeah, it's smooth, it, you know, from everything I've seen, it runs super smooth, it looks great, it, you know, it's it's a perfect port to a portable console. And that was a cool out now out announcement. Out now. So sweet. Yeah. Uh, Doom 64 is coming out on the 22nd of November. So if you didn't get enough Doom last week, it'll be a short wait. But you can play it, the original, not the original, but the 64 version, which is, you know, probably one of the better newer versions, I would say. Yeah, and you got one through three, so why not pick up 64 too? Eventually the whole Doom catalog will be on the Switch. Yep. Including Eternal. Isn't it coming out to Switch? It is, is, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So all of the Dooms will be there. Right. And then they uh, had a little teaser on a a game called Rogue Company 2020 release. It's a third-person shooter from Hi-Rez. From what my notes say, looks like a hybrid from Fortnite, Blackout, and Apex. uh, Yeah, so Hi-Rez is the Paladins people. What I thought I saw was Paladins with just normal people with normal guns which doesn't make a lot of sense so maybe that's not what it is at all but it looked to me like they dropped in docks because i dropped docks a lot and <laughs> <laughs> that looked very familiar to me so maybe that's exactly what it is so yeah there's i'm sure there's more to come on that game it'll be released sometime next year uh pokemon sword and shield here's some some good news for all you pokey fools out there uh you can customize your trainer just like every other pokemon game <laughs> So there'll be stuff in the store that you can buy and make your guy look different than everybody else. All right, good. 
Yep, number two, they announced there was a Pokemon camp. So you can, it's basically just like a social area that you can take your Pokemon to. It's, it's a dog park on Pokemon. It liter- That's exactly what it is. It's <laughs> just the dog park for your Pokemon where you can go meet up with your friends and show off how cute your dog is and maybe feed it some stuff or make it do a trick or something. Yeah, I think you can feed it candy of its relatives or something. Isn't that a thing in Pokemon? Uh, in Pokemon <laughs> Go, feeding, yeah, maybe, I don't you know. You turn Pokemon into candy and then feed the candy to Pokemon, <laughs> right? <laughs> Something like that. Oh, it's so morbid. <laughs> now eat your grandma. What? <laughs> Next yeah, up, speaking of food, no more candy talk. We're talking curry here. It's a new feature in the Pokemon game. It's cooking and it's curry. You can't cook anything but curry, but there's a hundred plus types of curry that you can make do you even call it a feature (laughs) i don't know (laughs) like why just curry dude uh, this was so weird and i felt like they spent so much time on it It it's like yeah collect ingredients throughout the world so you can make peanut butter and jelly curry yeah it's like a fruit fruit cocktail curry i was like i don't think that's a thing but maybe it is it's just pick your favorite any type of food item and make it a curry curry yeah Huh. So, that's coming. Some people are stoked for that, I guess. People that like curry. Yeah. And then they revealed two new characters. Pull Teageist, which is a ghost inside a teapot. Punny. And Cramorant, which is a hybrid Pokemon. I believe it's a wind and water Pokemon. I just watched Cramorant just oh, like hawk up a fish out of his throat. <laughs> yeah. And just like spit it at someone. He God. basically just yams on anybody you, you fight, so... The classy Pokemon right there. Always need more Pokemon that puke. Yep. So yeah, that would that summed up the uh, the the Pokemon news for the direct, which is you know it took out five ten minutes there. It was a nice little chunk, and then they dropped the bomb on us. SNES Online is available right now. By far the best and biggest announcement in my opinion. Absolutely. So they dropped twenty games. They're not trickling them out every whatever they did last time with the the Nintendo games, they dropped 20. They said, here you go. Boom. And then I'm assuming they're still going to continue to trickle them out too, which is awesome. God, I hope so, because there's a few games on there that are missing. Where are all my Donkey Kong countries at? Right. So um, a few games from that list are uh, Super Mario World 1 and 2. Yes. Zelda Link to the Past. uh, Star Fox. And Stunt Race FX, I don't know if you ever played this, but I played the crap out of this game back in the day, and I watched a video of it, and I'm trying to figure out why, so I'm definitely going to give it a shot. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, nostalgia is just a terrible, terrible thing. I know. So, um, they also will include a a rewind feature in the games, so Bear, there's no excuse for you not to beat any of these games at this point. You can just rewind and start over. I will say, so I tried out because i was definitely most excited about super mario world mm-hmm. um so i i got into that this past week a little bit and i used the rewind feature and i gotta tell you it just it's not feels, great. feels real dirty no oh, it, it doesn't yeah. like i feel like i'm cheating like yeah who cares if i have three lives left because essentially i have infinite lives left right and that was kind of just like uh it's like okay. that uh what did they funky kong mode in tropical freeze that they added where he just like floats on a surfboard all the time and spikes don't hurt him. And yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, just like. What is the point? <laughs> That's it's, yeah. 
maybe if you have small children, use the rewind thing. Absolutely. So they don't get frustrated or something. But as a gamer with dignity, I couldn't do it. Yeah, that's you know that's like with Mario Kart. I thought back in the day, who would ever use these features of auto gas pedal and always keep you straight on the track? And now I let my six year old play, and we turn all those things on, and it's uh, struggle yeah. sometimes. So. You pretty much don't have to do anything. Here. <laughs> yeah. So, um, they also announced that there is a SNES controller, and guess how much it costs? Sixty dollars for sure. Nope, half oh. that, sir. I hope that you can buy multiples. But they said it's exclusive to Nintendo Online subscribers only. So I hope that it's more than a one-per-customer type deal. What's awesome is you can buy this controller and a year's subscription and still pay less than a normal controller. (laughs) Right. So that's cool. And it doesn't... Because I know a lot of people were upset with the controllers they came out with with the Nintendo because... They were essentially just Joy-Cons, and they didn't fit the screen. They looked real clunky, and the it, only way to charge so them... Dumb. Yeah, and the only way to charge them was to dock them, basically. So they they listened, and now it's just got a, a nice little USB-C port right on the top of it that you can either hardwire and play or you know just charge it and play it wirelessly. Being able to play it, yeah, like the whole wireless thing, that's so awesome. It's- and I got to say that those, the old... Uh, SNES controllers have to be like the gold standard for quality controllers because I treated those things like crap back in the day and I don't think I ever broke one of them. Yeah, and I wonder what the size is going to be like. That's the only thing that I'm kind of worried about is I feel like these they kind of look like a smaller version. I hope not because I got big hands. Right, I'm, I'm not sure, but I thought they looked kind of small for some reason like next to the Switch. So I could be wrong though. They might be replicas. Fingers crossed. I got one in the basement to compare it to. So there you go. And that was about it for the uh, the Nintendo Online news. And then they came out with a little bit of news for Tetris ninety nine. I don't know if anybody but my wife plays this game, (laughs) but she's pretty good at it. And they uh, announced a two point oh, which is you know a year year one or year two basically. And uh, there's an elite mode, so you've got to earn your way up to it and qualify basically so it's like a high roller type room that only if you have this certain badge or these badges that you can actually play tetris with all these other elite people so you know separating the player base gotta (laughs) love that then they have uh essentially what's a battle pass they're having daily weekly and monthly challenges to unlock cosmetic items charms um icons, things like that, that, you know, basically you can show off how good you are at Tetris within the game. And for some people, that's important. <clears throat> right. And then they had a, uh, a DLC that's payable with a two-player battle mode on it. And that was kind of a bummer to see that the two-player couch, wow, couch co-op mode <laughs> you had to pay extra for. Yeah, that seems like a perfect little free update just like to, a, right. I don't know, it kind of sucks that that's a paid part of the paid stuff but yeah and they are cool releasing, they're supporting it right they are releasing a physical copy of this game and it includes a year of nintendo online with it so, so um, that's just gonna be a box with a yeah, code i in assume it. so like the fortnite yep. crap <laughs> so yeah there's tetris if you're into tetris that's good news for you um mario vs sonic had a little blurb there they have 10 retro style events with you know like the 16-bit graphic type games the olympics by the way 
Yes, Mario vs. Sonic Olympics 2020 Tokyo, to be exact. Um, <laughs> Very exact. Yeah, I'm. this one's in the gaming budget this year. So. Woo! Can't wait. We just I can't, can't play with game. each other. No, we definitely can't, unless you buy it too. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. So there's also mini games and unlockable characters as well as a story mode. So it looks like it's you know got some, some meat to the game. As opposed to, I remember the Wii ones, there wasn't a whole lot to them, was there? Just play the events and win the gold medals, and that was about it. Didn't play it there, so that Dude, might be why are, I'm not excited. You are missing out. There was some good stuff back then. There's too much stuff back then, added with the too much stuff that's out now, and right. everything in between. And it was on the Wii, so. And who owned a Wii? Well, I owned actually, two, actually. I would say I actually did own a Wii. <laughs> it was the Wii U that everyone missed. Yeah, I owned a Wii and then sold it, and then Mario Kart came out on the Wii, so and I bought another Wii. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get that back? I just sold it to you guys like a couple yeah. months ago. Uh, yeah, they're like, yeah, that'll be $175, and you're like, but you gave me 75 <laughs> Exactly. Thanks for coming to GameStop. This is why we're going under. Yeah. So that's about it for Mario vs. Sonic uh, at the Olympics. Then we had a, a little thing with Damon X Machina. This is the Mech Warrior's dream here. It's, uh, let's see that the demo's out now. Progress carries over, so anything that you get, collect, or um, you know, get in the game will carry over. Progress so carries over. Words. Exactly. Risky gotcha. what I'm talking about. And then there's also a, a co-op mode. You can play up to four players, couch, um, online, I think any way you want. They had also this, all the switches connected on one Wi-Fi link. So I've never done that before. I don't think I've ever been around with somebody else with the switch in the room. So have you? Uh, I mean, just Lou and I, but we've never oh, okay. never done what you're talking about, though. Right, play co-op. Then they announced uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast to be released later this month, September 24th. It's a port to the switch from, I believe, one of the... Uh, DS consoles or something like that. It seems right? like it's old or something, yeah. or maybe came from a handheld because it does not look great. No, it doesn't look great at all. Um, Assassin's Creed Rebel Collection. So you'll get Black Flag and Rogue together in one um, cartridge or one digital download. It comes out December sixth. Uh, looks cool. So pirates and Rogue together. I might pick this up. Who knows? How about yeah, you? Yeah, that's not I. I mean, I like Black Flag, and I never played Rogue, so it's just it's tough to go do that combat or that like right. ship combat when you have games Odyssey. like Odyssey and Origins <laughs> yeah. that have just. I really did. Done I tried it so much better. I tried to go back to four Black Flag. I got it on my PS4. And like Moose, don't get this because you're super frustrated and stuck on Odyssey's ship combat right now. <laughs> so you're gonna go back to a game that has worse ship combat and it's and a majority I of the game. I already own half the titles on PlayStation. And, so and yes, there you go. <laughs> it's probably better on PlayStation, anyways, right? Don't do it. Yes. Definitely. So this next uh, announcement is for Ladonian and Ladonian only. Dauntless is coming out. They didn't say when, but it's coming to the Switch. So check the eShop daily, buddy. Yep. Maybe I'll get back into it because it'll be free and on my Switch. Maybe. Maybe. And Well, it's cool because progress carries over. Like, that's you have right. to sign up for a Dauntless account, which means you can play. That's Epic like, Games, right? Th uh, maybe. I, I think know. it is. I believe it's Epic Games. So, yeah, you can play on your PC, play on your 
Xbox. I think isn't this also coming to mobile? I thought. I thought. I'm they, sure, yeah. I, I thought they announced is. that way back when. So mm-hmm. it was kind of. I remember when I was playing the Xbox. I was or I was playing on PC actually. It was like well, I might play more of this if it was on my Switch and I could just kind of take it on the go. So we'll see. It's, it's free. So right. I'm sure, we'll we'll take a gander when it comes out. Yeah, I don't know. There's new Monster Hunter game out right now that I'm not checking out. So <laughs> true. <laughs> Let's see, uh, almost last but not least, it's uh, Animal Crossing. So I know some people are excited about this. Not sure why, but you do you. They uh, are going to feature a four-player four player local multiplayer, up to eight online. Didn't really have any specifics as, opposed, as to what it's going to be. But they just said that you'll be able to play with up to eight people. So that's fun. Um, the theme for Animal Crossing is going to be a beach, island, resort type theme. And I hear they give you a tent to pitch when you show up. So I love tenting on beaches. So. <laughs> yeah. Sand is everywhere. Perfect. <laughs> it's everywhere. Yeah. Dude, that's like when I went on beach vacations. Like, by, like you check in at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. By 3 in the afternoon, the whole floor of your... My hotel room is covered in sand, and you can't figure out where because you haven't touched the beach yet. Yep. So, can't confirm. I, I was just making sure that wasn't just me. No, definitely not just you. <laughs> it's like they come in your room when you're not looking and just sprinkle sand Sprinkle everywhere. sand everywhere? <laughs> Make Look, you feel it's like so, you're at the beach. so beachy in here. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. So, yeah, beach theme. Um, they also give you an iPhone. I mean, a Nook. That. Uh, oh, Nook? You mean the e-reader? Yeah, no. It's an iPhone, but they oh. call it a Nook. Gotcha. How could I have gotten confused? Right. This is what you're going to use to do everything in-game as far as scheduling events, uh, uh, finding people, calling people, contacts, you know, all that stuff. You're all going to – everything's going to be on your phone. Maybe that's why this game isn't for us because this type of feature in any other game that's just like a little menu-like system. It's not a feature. It's not a feature at all. It's just like this is just something that every other game does. Like you need to go somewhere to look at your quests and look at your inventory. It's just your in-game operating system. Why are we spending five minutes on this for (laughs) Animal Crossing? Right. Maybe there's not much there. They make it look identical to an iPhone and they call it a Nook. Someone's confused. Right. And uh, they're going to have scenes and seasons that change uh, also with the time of the day. So night, day, summer, winter, spring, fall, all that stuff. Oh, day-night cycle. Just another yeah, thing that's that weird. definitely that's isn't not a, a feature, feature right? in any <laughs> other game. <laughs> so, yeah, and the biggest news, I think, <laughs> you can use your weeds now. So I know everybody used to hate clearing patches for building things, and there's all these weeds, so... Now the weeds will be a usable resource. Not sure what you can use them for, but like, just take a look back at these five bullet points that you just created for this. I the know. final one and most exciting one is that you can use your garbage to make other garbage. Right. Okie dokie. We could have done without all of this. I am sorry for whichever Animal Crossing fans we have that I'm offending right now, but somebody <laughs> needs to sit down and just explain this to me because, uh, like Moose, I'm so confused about where what the hook is here. I remember that mobile, the mobile Animal Crossing game came out last year or whatever, and I was like, okay, cool, I'll dip my toes in Animal Crossing. And then it was like, go hit that tree so some apples fall out, and then use your apples to make a bench. Wait, what? What? And it's just, I don't... 
somebody explain it to me, please. At Risky yeah. the Kid on Twitter. Thank you. I don't get it either. You can at me too, at Mission Stein8314, because I always thought this game was just like a baby game. So help me out. Like, I love Viva Pinata. I know people don't understand that game. So maybe it's the same thing. It. So, well, yeah. There you go. And then there was one last thing. Uh, they announced. Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition is coming out sometime next year. So I guess this is the good Xenoblade game? Yeah, from what I've heard, it's just got to like, this is the good Xenoblade Chronicles 2 for Xenoblade Chronicles. garbage. Right. Like, I think it was a letdown for them. So maybe this is the game we should have played and tried to and enjoy but I I gotta say I'm not sold because Xenoblade Chronicles 2 trailer you know definitely was misleading in my eyes because it looked like it was some cool you know swinging around giant swords and hacking up giant bugs and then you get there and it's all auto fighting and no it's no thank you yeah yeah, I'm on the same page that game was not for me and this one would probably have to be on a steep discount for me to even look at it right Fool me once. So shame yeah. on you. Feel me, feel me twice. All right, let's move on. Cabo, when you finish this one, you can mail it to my house, and then I'll mail it to Risky, and we'll just do it backwards, as the way we did too. I'll put it in my glove compartment and never <laughs> play it. Yeah, how's this guy going? Uh, well, it made it out of the glove compartment and onto a shelf in my game room. So, baby that's steps. where it shall live. Yep, that's where I have uh, Captain Todd's treasure tra- treasure tractor. That, that one. Treasure. Captain Todd's treasure tractor. <laughs> it's Captain Toad, I know, but I like to call him Todd. Uh, if anyone wants a copy of Disgaea 5, let me know. <laughs> he can mail it to you cheap. Yeah. So, yeah, that was pretty much it 27 hours later. It was a 40-minute uh, direct, and it was all news. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there for a lot of different people. So Right. And I like how they do it because, you know, if this was a Xbox, what do they call it? Their, just like their a little press conference. Show. No, oh, they do inside, those, X, inside, inside Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, this thing would have been three and a half hours long. On this three and a half hour version of Inside we go Xbox, deep dive Animal Crossing. A deep dive into the new Nook feature on <laughs> yeah. Animal Crossing. Here Great. we have an expert, one of the designers of the Nook. It's like, no, we don't care. So at least you can be happy with that. You know, Nintendo does it right, short and sweet. Get you all the information and take notes because there's a lot. <laughs> and we have SNES games. The yes, most exciting announcement to come out of this for sure. It's got to be. So, yeah. Um, I don't think there's much else going on in the news. Uh, it was kind of a small week, right? Yeah. If you're interested in uh, Sea of Thieves, I didn't want to make this a news story, but they just went over all of their microtransaction stuff finally being put into the game. You can buy pets. Uh, cosmetics, all that kind of stuff. The prices for all that stuff is uh, out in the public now. So if you're interested in Sea of Thieves, um, that info's there. They did a video on it today. So just uh, check the YouTubes. Interesting. Is there stuff. a uh, poofling and monkey? Because that'll I pay seven dollars for that. Yeah, the uh, it's monkeys and parrots are the first two that they're introducing. More to come. But do they fling their poo? Because that's you know. I heard they throw up. Well, everybody throws up and see thieves. Yeah, it's also weird. Like, do you feed, is he throwing up because you fed your monkey a bunch of alcohol? Like, because <laughs> you're a terrible person. You're not gonna feet? get involved in this. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, abusing yeah. animals. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Well, hey, what uh, what new games are coming out this week? We can talk about that. 
Yeah, coming out today. Um, yesterday, as the podcast was released, uh, Celeste, free DLC named The Farewell Chapters. Uh, it's coming out on all platforms. So if you played Celeste, they gave you a little bit more bonus here, just to kind of tie a bow on the story for you. I dig it. Greedfall, coming out uh, today as well. Xbox, PlayStation, PC. Because who doesn't have time for another giant 100-hour RPG? I'm going to buy it. So If only we were GameShare partners wherever you I were going to buy it. I think this will be a pass for me, unfortunately. It does look awesome, though. I'll buy it on Xbox, most likely. Because is there multiplayer or no? I I don't think so. I think this is a completely single-player thing. It reminds me of like, The Witcher. It's just like a I'll RPG. I'll have to look at the, totally lost the PC requirements. Maybe this will be my first PC purchase. There you go. Do it. See if this, this little girl could can run that game. I'm sure it can. Yeah. At, at least at some type of resolution. Yeah, 720 <laughs> at least, right? Yeah, you should be fine. 720p, yeah. 13 frames per second. It <laughs> will run. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Let's see. Blasphemous is coming out on all platforms um, today as well. This looks like a really cool uh, platformer. Both of us have been keeping our eye on it. Yeah, mix of Dead Cells and Hollow Knight is what I'm seeing people say. With some weird, weird, weird story elements. Super. It's like Dark Souls 2. I hear a lot of Souls-like stuff on it, so... The main character reminds me of, like, Pyramid Head from... Yeah, it's weird. He's got a giant, like, cone on his head or something. He's a a cone head. (laughs) It's weird. It's like he's a knight, but his, like... He's got a a four-foot helmet on top of his head that comes to a point on top. So, just imagine that as your main character. Yeah. But uh, it looks like it's really in-depth from the uh, review and trailers that I've watched. There's trees, skill trees, and... Uh, trinkets and special things to find, story to go along with it. It uh, looks like it's pretty in-depth, but it is a $25 game, so I'm looking forward to be on sale. Yep. Uh, Gears 5 is out for common folk <laughs> today as <laughs> to well. put it so, nicely. <laughs> yeah, if you have Game Pass but not Ultimate, first of all, why? Second of all, now you can play Gears. So, And I don't know anybody that owns an Xbox that would just buy the game and not have game pass but best value in gaming right exactly can't can't go wrong there and then um damon x machina is coming out on the switch i believe on the same date it may be the 13th as well sorry i didn't write it down isn't that the demo yeah that's the one that has the demo out now but the game is being released gotcha i believe i might have to double check that now you're You're good you second guess it uh, then there's a small little indie game coming out for all platforms, Borderlands 3. I've never even heard of that. I know, it's probably trash. I think Chaotic plays it, though, so maybe we could ask him next I week. I did get a confirmation from DanPod that we are buying this, though, as Game Show Partners, <laughs> so nice. I will be there. Like I have such a hard time with all these sequel games because I haven't played through the the first ones. So. Well, that's why Gears Five is doing it right and giving me a little recap video. Uh, Damon <laughs> X Machina is out September thirteenth. Okay, cool. Well, it's yeah. I just got confused because part of that Nintendo Direct from last week right. was like, "Hey, there's a demo out now," but also the game our game comes, comes out in out. seven days. Right. So cool. Go yeah, check out the demo. You know, it Nintendo. Good. They it. just got to keep it weird. Yep. Like Austin. Yep. And the last but not least, uh, NHL 20 for anybody that 
plays that game when it's not in EA Access. It's coming Hopefully, out. they're slot machines. No, it's not dirty like those. Boo, there's no, no NHL have, Ultimate Team? No, I don't think so. They usually they had like uh, NHL 3s, and they've had 1v1v1. But all those, it's like the threes is kind of like NBA Jam. So you pick a team, and then you just pick three players from that team. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, though. Yeah. So NHL's fun, but it's fun for free. So wait till it comes out in the vault. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, that's about it for games out this week. Uh, it's, that's about it. There's quite a bit there, huh? Yeah, I, yeah we're getting into it. <laughs> yep. Best games out since May, probably. Yeah, for sure. So there's also a couple new games in Game Pass, Dead Cells. So if you have not played this platformer, now's your chance. No excuses. I would say this is the best way to play it. Yeah, uh, yeah, 100%. with latency and you know the Switch is a little tougher as far as the controls go. It, and Dead Cells is one of those games that that you will hit frame drops if there's enough stuff happening right. on the screen. So yeah, because you could be fighting ten, fifteen guys at once and you're just dodge rolling all over the, the yeah screen. easily and. In a game where you have to be precise. so precise, it, yeah. it kind of suffers sometimes. So, yeah, definitely uh, give it a shot, though. It's a great game. Yep, I'd play it on Xbox, especially for free. Yep. And then also there's a couple 360 games. Well, it's one game, but it's the Metal Gear Solid <laughs> HD Collection. So that's MGS 1 and 2. Which is technically a couple games yeah. in one well, game. Yeah, yep. you know, I'm words. <laughs> So yeah, I never played any of this. I know that's sacrilege or sacrilege in the gaming world, but I just never played these type of Splinter Cell, um, you know, Metal the Gear stealthy, Solid, stealth yeah, action stealth, games. soon as you're seen, game over type games. So oh, they're maybe so now's fun. the time. HD collection for free. Get on it. And that I think about wraps up our show. What are we going nice. to do with the next 30 minutes? Three, Yeah, exactly. Three hours <laughs> worth of podcasts in the last couple days here. We did have to omit a, uh, a pretty in-depth conversation as far as in-game and what to look for uh, with Gears. Or not Gears, Borderlands, but, uh, 3. Borderlands 3 next week. But we figured Chaotic would just go ahead and fill us in on all that info next week. Yeah, because so. uh, Chaotic, we expect you to be at Endgame by the time we record yeah. the next podcast. So good luck. And just expect next week's episode to be all Borderlands all the time. So if you're not into it, skip it. <laughs> no, definitely show up because there's all sorts of fun things. We're uh, wrapping up Blair Witch Project, which I should probably start So Damn it. All right. I was trying to change the subject and forget about that. Oh, no. We're not going to let you live this one down. Make sure to <laughs> tune in to uh, Mixer.com slash Moosenstein 8 something something eight three one four thanks for looking out for your boy there eight three one four friday night at 10 eastern yeah 10 to 10 30 somewhere along there i'll be on if not at me to watch me because i'm hiding yeah i'm hiding in the closet oh something came up guys not gonna be able to make it (laughs) (laughs) what's my name chocolate i believe you (laughs) got him so yeah all right that's about it for this week risky we did it again great work team it's chaotic sorry that we made you record yeah. an hour and 45 minutes worth of podcast and then not put you on the podcast this week but we'll we'll have you back next week for sure but i like to think of our podcast as more of a hang than a you know come and hang a, yeah maybe come hang out talk things. about games see what we get wrong and then yell at us 
on Twitter about it or just email chocolatebear80 at gmail.com. Either or. Um, anyways, let's uh, let's plug this thing up. Um, head over to iTunes. Make sure to rate us. Uh, give us the five stars. Even if you hate the show and write terrible, mean things, just hit the five star because because you're right. a good person. Five stars. You could say, you know, F CAG podcast, but make sure we get those five stars. More exposure, more friends. What more could you ask for? Right, and apparently how the whole podcasting works is iTunes is like the mecca. So go in there, give it five stars, and then it kind of all the other podcast Trick, apps. Trickles. Yeah, they filter through their um, whatever it is, their list as far as popularity goes. So Make us popular. Please, we want more friends. <laughs> Speaking of friends. Uh, come join us in Discord. Links for the Discord are in the show notes. We talk about it every episode uh, multiple times because that's where we all hang out. It's where we all talk about all sorts of things. We have a sports channel. I know that's big for a lot of people with uh, the NFL season starting up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about the Game Pass stuff. We have a section for questions for the mailbag episodes. Uh, there's just everything we do. It, it's channeled through Discord. So uh, make sure to join us over there. Um, if you'd like to support us with your hard-earned money, you can head on over to patreon.com slash CAG podcast. Uh, like we mentioned at the top of the show, we are posting free content every week. And that uh, comes to our patrons first and then to the general public a uh, week after that. So you can check it out regardless of whether or not you are a patron. Um, be like Tim. Tim signed up and Tim won. And Yeah, be like Tim. That's our Patreon slogan. Be like Tim. That's right. Um but, of course, every episode we do like to shout out our top-tier contributors, uh, and that is chaotic. Thanks, buddy. It's been chaotic forever. He pretty much just keeps this whole show running at this point. Yeah, he pretty much owns the show. Single-handedly. If, if he wants new segments or he wants uh, co-hosts thrown out for not being able to show up uh, yeah. on certain episodes. Just, just let us know. For sure, just, just let us know. <laughs> <laughs> um social media twitter instagram that kind of fun stuff we are at cag podcast and if you need to reach out to us via email for anything cag podcast at gmail.com um i am at risky the kid everywhere moose lissenstein 8314 everywhere all right and shout out to chaotic for uh showing up and recording this podcast and then not having this podcast out for everyone right we appreciate your time buddy even if it didn't happen and I appreciate your time, Moose. You betcha. For Anytime. Here for yeah, I got nine minutes. Half. Nope. Nine minutes. I'm in dad mode. You got to get out of here. All right. Well, hey, thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all-new episode. Goodbye. See ya.
I got one joke for you today, Risky. All right, let me hear this one joke. Did you know that Yoda had a last name? <laughs> it sucks that I could spoil this one because it's the same it's joke you used last time. Uh, what was Yoda's last name? His last name is Lehi Hu. It was so funny the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. At least they'll laugh. All right. Two goldfish are in a tank. One says to the other, do you know how to drive this thing? Huh. Like the oh, army vehicle? Yeah. No, I'm, yep. <laughs> two forward is go forward. Two back is back. That's all you need to know. Uh, yep. There you go. Sorry about these terrible wow. things. Wow. Yeah, these were bad. All right. I'll just give you one more. Maybe this will work. What do you call a man with a rubber toe? What? Roberto. Nice one. I like that one. <laughs> a little Latin flair to it. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening.